0: Believers strengthened in their faith and for their Jewish kinsmen to come to the saving knowledge of Jesus as the Messiah, the Son of God.
1: Bless the Lord, good evening to you, and welcome to For Zion's Sake. We thank you for joining us. with the Volks. My name is Shelley.
2: And my name is June. Hi, everyone.
1: It's good to be with you as we conclude another week of broadcasting, and the subject has been Pleasing God. And if you haven't heard the programs earlier this week, we encourage you to go to our website, com and play the podcast, because I believe this is a, a very significant word for all of us, how we can please God, just as Jesus did that. At the end of John eight twenty nine, Jesus declared these words, I do always the things that are pleasing to him. Him, of course, was the Father. It's a remarkable statement because he did nothing on his own initiative and always did the things that pleased the Father. We also read out of 1 John 4, verse 17, as he is, so also are we in this world. And the question we ask is, are we? Are we the same as he was when he walked this earth? Because Jesus is the patterned son, an example of the kind of life that we should be living in the world, because he set the pattern for us. Jesus said, of course, as you know, in John 14:6, I am the way, the truth, and the life. And in 1 John 5:12, we read, He who has the Son has life. And that life is the spiritual life that Jesus led as a man here on earth. And we point, pointed out throughout the week that Jesus was totally dependent upon the Father. And what does dependence mean? It means getting support or direction from another And it's also in a very specific case in the realm of the spirit, it's acknowledging and living under the sovereignty of God. God is sovereign and he wants to be the sovereign in our life. We read from uh, Hebrews, uh, I'm sorry, Romans 15 about uh, a sacrificial lifestyle, and that's a lifestyle that pleases God. Yesterday, we read from 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 4, no soldier in active service entangles himself in the affairs of everyday life so that he may please the one who enlisted him as a soldier. In case you didn't know it, you weren't drafted into the army. God enlisted you, and he does not want you entangled in the everyday affairs of life so you could be single-eyed, on fighting a battle. And there's a battle that goes on every single day. And yesterday we turned our attention to the book of Hebrews chapter 11. And we read verse 6. And without faith it is impossible to please him. For he who comes to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of those who seek him. So when we're talking about pleasing God, Juni, we must realize... Without faith, it is impossible to please God. And we know in the prophet Habakkuk, it was uh, God spoke it and it three times repeated in the new covenant. Without, I'm sorry, the just or the righteous shall live by faith. Without faith, it's impossible to please God.
2: And you know, Shelley, we can live by the faith. Of Jesus.
1: Hallelujah.
2: And that's what we're actually commanded to do, to live by the faith of God. And it's a gift and it's a wonderful experience to test and learn and practice how to trust God. Yes, Lord. Because we find out in and through our experience. That he is faithful. And if everything in this world is topsy-turvy and going upside down, when we choose to do his will and live by the faith of the Son of God, we are at peace.
1: Thank you, Lord. We have
2: a joy that passes all understanding. And we're enlightened by the Lord and have another perspective, which is eternal. Mm. In other words, Jesus came to give us eternal life. And so if we're not entangled with the affairs of this world, if we're not locked into a situation where we are living at the moment, we won't find ourselves in ruts. Thank you, Lord. We won't find ourselves buried underground or wanting to never get out of bed, we'll find ourselves encouraged and enlightened by the Spirit of the Holy One, the sovereignty of God that rules us when we say, Yes, Lord, I want to know your will for me, this moment, and every moment of every day.
1: Amen. So stay with us in Hebrews 11. Let's go back one verse to uh, uh, verse 5 in Hebrews 11. By faith Enoch was taken up so that he should not see death, and he was not found because God took him up, for he obtained the witness that before his being taken up, he was pleasing to God. It says in, in the Old Testament that he walked with God. Are you walking with God by faith? that will be very, very well-pleasing to him. It says in uh, Hebrews 11, 2, By faith the men of old gained approval. How do we get approval from God? By living by faith, and by faith we please him. Junie, let's look at verse uh, 7. By faith Noah being warned by God about things not yet seen in reverence, prepared an ark for the salvation of his household by which he condemned the world and became an heir of the righteousness which is according to faith. Noah had no idea what an ark was and he had no idea what rain was, but yet in reverence he built it and it's, the estimates were like 90 or 100 years it took him to build the ark. How? By faith. By faith he pleased the Lord. Let's look at verse 8. Verse 8. By faith, Abraham, when he was called, obeyed by going out to a place which he was to receive for an inheritance. And he went out not knowing where he was going. You talk about walking by faith. He went out not knowing where he was going, but because he did it by faith, he pleased the Lord. And I've always been fond of Moses, Junie, because... Of course, being Jewish before we knew the Lord, Moses was the epitome of God-likeness.
2: And we're Jewish now that we do know the Lord.
1: <laughs> and I still love Moses. How's that?
2: And I still love Jesus.
1: <laughs> really. By faith, Moses chose to suffer the affliction of being with the people of God rather than enjoying the pleasures of sin for a season. Hebrews eleven twenty four and 25. Junie, we need to digest that. He chose rather something that pleased God rather than to enjoy the pleasures of sin for a season in Egypt.
2: Wow. And that is one of the signs of the last days for the church, Shelley, that we enjoy pleasure.
1: Our own pleasures, really.
2: Yes. And let it be marked in our understanding that to be pleasing to God We need to allow him to be our sovereign and rule and reign in our life. Amen. Amen. Our choices.
1: Thank you, Lord. Our
2: desires that they would be his and not our own.
1: Lord, make your desires our desires. Thank you, Lord. Hebrews 11. I'm sorry. Hebrews. Okay. uh, We're going to chapter 13 now. Hebrews 13, verse 16. Do not neglect doing good and sharing for with such sacrifices, God is pleased. Again, Junie, I think we started the program on Monday and said, we could start by saying, deny yourself, take up your cross and follow him. But I'm I'm seeing that pleasing God is the positive way to look at this. It's denying ourself, which self is always the problem in our lives. When we just live to please God, We're going to be set free to be all that God has called us to be. We see in Hebrews 13, verses 20 and 21. Now the God of peace, who brought up from the dead the great shepherd of the sheep through the blood of the eternal covenant, even Jesus our Lord, equip you in every good thing to do his will, working in us that which is pleasing in his sight through Jesus, to whom be the glory forever and ever. Junie, what a mouthful, what a heartful. Wow. Now the God of peace who brought up from the dead the great shepherd of the sheep through the blood of the eternal covenant, even Jesus our Lord, he will equip us in every good thing to do his will, working in us that which is pleasing in his sight through Jesus, to whom be the glory forever. Junie, what could you say? Just, it's overwhelming. Hallelujah, that we might please the Lord. Just a few verses to conclude this study, Junie. One Psalm 147, verse 11: The Lord takes pleasure in them that fear Him, in those that hope in His mercy.
2: That's it, very big, Shelley. Oh wow, wow! As a matter wow. of fact. I had that on my heart almost to conclude this teaching. The Lord takes pleasure in those who reverently Mm. and worshiply fear him, in those who hope
1: in his mercy and loving kindness. And, you know,
2: when we know the Lord, we know of his mercy and his loving kindness because the Lord gives us what we don't deserve, Shelley. Thank you. And I've noticed that in my life when I grow weary or tired or I'm finished with something I know I'm supposed to do because I've been hurt too many times, the Lord breaks my heart with somebody sending me four dozen roses Mm -hmm. or someone baking me sweet rolls to tell me that Jesus loves me. And I want to encourage every listener. Jesus's faithfulness and loving kindness will also break your heart. Yes, Lord. To trust him more, to be pleasing in his sight, to allow him to be sovereign in Hallelujah. your life yes, because Lord. he is faithful. And
1: here's icing on the cake before we say the Shema. Proverbs sixteen seven: When a man's ways please the Lord... He makes even his enemies to be at peace with him. Hallelujah. Well, this being uh, Erev Shabbat, as the Shabbat is about to settle on us, we want to share the Shema with you. And if you know it, say it along with us. Shema Yisrael, Adonai Eloheinu, Adonai Echad. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God. The, the Lord, Lord is one. one. Father, we thank you. Thank you, Lord. And may we all live a life that's pleasing to you on a daily basis. In Yeshua's name we pray.
2: Amen. Amen.
0: Thank you for joining us this evening. If you would like to get in touch with Shelly and June, you can write to them at P.O. Box 1784, Scottsdale, Arizona 85252. That's